Hi, welcome to the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate Podcast. Today we are talking about how to avoid foreclosure. Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, we're here today to talk a little bit about foreclosure, what that means, um, and honestly, really how to avoid it. Uh, a lot of people, at least I'm hearing, are saying they're waiting for this market to crash. And we're saying that that's not what we're going to see happening. Um, however, they've probably heard a lot about um, homeowners having gone into forbearance. What does that mean? Exactly. Uh, what I'd like to share with you, number one, is one of the best things that I see in the marketplace is that we are not going to have a crash. So people who have built up equity over time will not lose that equity because of things the banks have done or the politicians mm -hmm. have done or, or nobody used their home really like a like an ATM machine and kept refinancing, refinancing. What a lot of people don't realize is that about 43% of all the Remember. homes that are owned in America have no mortgage on them. Yeah, versus what was happening in like 2006, 7, 8, okay? Uh, oh, so okay. that's a nice cushion. Mm -hmm. And then of the remaining 60, you know, 67%, I'm sorry, 57%, mm -hmm. um, about 61 or 62% of that is owners who have a 50% equity in their home, meaning that if their home dropped by 50%, they'd be at the amount of money that they have borrowed against the home, okay? So the good news is that we don't see the market collapsing, mm -hmm. all right? Now, if you were part of the forbearance program, which is what the government instituted a while back uh, because of COVID to help people who maybe were displaced mm -hmm. by restaurants shutting down and, you know, lumber mills shutting down, yada, yada, yada. Um, and they didn't have any income coming in or not enough significant income coming in to make their payments. They did not want the pressure on the real estate market. So they created a law and it was more, you know, it was a law, but it really was, it was almost like an executive order where people didn't necessarily have to make their mortgage payment and the bank necessarily couldn't close on them, foreclose on them and, okay. and kick them out of the house. So the forbearance program worked in such a manner that people weren't making the mortgage payments, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean they weren't responsible for the underlying balance. Okay. Okay. So now that, that, now that moratorium has ended a month, month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And now what we're starting to see is people going, okay, I've made my mortgage payment in 18 months or 12 months or 14 months or 16 months. Is the bank gonna come and kick me out of my house? Well, the good news on that is no, they're not going to. I mean, and the good news is that the government and the uh, Consumer Finance Protection Bureau said that the banks have to offer you a recasting of your loan, which means that you take all of your back payments and mm -hmm. add it onto the back end of the note and you start today with the next payment. So if okay. you miss 12 payments, you would just go another 12 months longer than originally had okay okay so that's one way and that's okay. to me that's the smartest way okay? okay now let's say that um an individual who doesn't uh, have a job yet he's still out of work okay right. he was, in, he was in an yeah. industry that like um like the uh, restaurant industry mm -hmm. he's not making enough money so what what could they do well if they're 
fortunate enough to have enough equity in her house. And we all know, you know, homes all over the area. Now, Barron's just reported last week that the Tucson market, which we're in, mm-hmm. uh, increased by 39%. That's what Barron said. It was That's incredible. amazing, right? So, it, you know, if your house is increased by 39%, you shouldn't be back-ended in your house. So you should be able to put your house up on the market and sell it and walk away with some cash, maybe get your financial life in order with your job and everything, mm-hmm. and then come back later on and use that money to put a down payment to rebuy, you know, to buy another house. Right, so that's right. one way of, of doing it outside of the recasting or the loan modification. Okay. okay. Another way would be to do a, uh, you know, a potential short sale. So let's say you're one of those people that, you know, you got one of the government loans and um, like an uh, like a um, FHA loan, you put three and a half percent down. But then during the pandemic, you were refinancing and pulling mm-hmm. money out, and now with the cost of selling your home being greater um, and the amount you owe being greater than. Uh, what you, you're you going to get the home sold for, you may want to do a short sale. Now, I think those are going to be really rare. They're not going to be, there's not going to be a lot of those out there, although there's a lot of um, hysteria out there, you know, chicken little, the sky is falling, the yes. sky is falling. We don't see that. Um, modification back in May of uh, 2020 was about eight and a half percent of all loans were in modification. Well, as of August of 2021, that's down to three and a quarter percent. So you can see it's gradually dropping down because people are either getting back to work or they're saying, okay, we've, we haven't had to make any payments. So we're able to get our financial house in order, getting the government stimulus checks and all of that you know, the cash that was thrown into the economy, they were able to utilize that to maybe pay off some underlying debt, like some credit card Mm -hmm. debt, or maybe they, maybe they sold their used car and got good money for it and then bought a cheaper used car. I mean, there's all kinds of things that could have happened, right? But what we're starting to see is less people are relying on that forbearance. And now that it's been eliminated, um, they can't rely on it. Right. Right. So by saying so, when you're saying it, it was they were in modification, like eight and a half percent. You're saying that they were in forbearance; they weren't making payments. They were, and now of those, we're down to only three percent of them. Correct. So it's been cut in half. It's been yeah, yeah. I mean, easily cut in half. So that means people are getting back in the market um, as far as jobs go. They're catching up on their bills. They're making their mortgage payments, and then likely a lot of them have done what you said, where they just recast the loan and they've added those missed payments to the end. So they're safe in their homes right now. Exactly. And I'm interested because I think a bunch of those people also sold their homes. You know, they saw the crazy, you know, equity mm-hmm. position they were getting in their house. I mean, imagine if you had a $500,000 house and it went up 38%, Yeah. right? That's a that's $190,000 of cash. A lot of people look at that and go, $190,000, I'll take that money now and live frugally in a rental, mm-hmm. right? And pay my bills off and then keep that money on the side or, or reinvest it. Right. And right? just kind of, yeah, like you said, take a minute, kind of reset and yep. be ready to jump back in then when when things are settled more for you personally. Exactly. Okay. Now, again, we don't, we don't see a large potential of short sales, but they will be out there. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you're in Tucson or anywhere else in the marketplace, talk with a real estate agent. Right. Have a real estate agent come out and maybe give you what they believe is a you know an analysis of the value of your home and then work with you on your equity position and maybe some ways that you know you could be advised how to proceed forward versus you know just automatically thinking you've got to sell your house for a loss. It's not necessarily true. 
Hey everyone, we want to interrupt this episode to let you know that we are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. Also, we are licensed realtors practicing equal housing. Now let's get you back to the podcast. Okay. So it's going to be key to, I mean, we're, like you said, we're here in Tucson, certainly reach out to us, but if they are somewhere else in the country listening to us today, give us a call, give us a call. We have a lot of different agents in other areas that we can set you up with. that will be knowledgeable on your local market, but yeah, definitely important to, to get an expert out there and give you an opinion and help you set up a plan. Yep. All right. And then the last one is just sell your house. Yeah. Right. So we talked about getting the agent out there. So if you're in Tucson, you can give us a call. If not, if you you're not unsure of an agent and you're outside of Tucson, you know, you're in Biloxi, Mississippi, give mm-hmm. us a call. We've got agents there too that we know. But sit down with a real estate agent, find out what the value you have in your house as far as an equity position is, and then put together a game plan. I think before anybody takes action on this, they should sit down with somebody qualified. Mm-hmm put together a reasonable game plan because there, you know, I've had several people that I've talked to that were tenants and saying, you know, my, my, uh, my, uh, landlord owner is going to sell the property and I'm wondering if I could buy it. And I've sat down and talked with them and put them in touch with a lender. And it's like, lo and behold, they can buy it. And you know what? The seller is willing to take back some paper on it because they own it free and clear. Oh, now okay. imagine that. That would be a great situation for somebody. So yeah. now they've got almost like an annuity payment. Right. The buyer who is the tenant doesn't have to move out. Mm-hmm. And it's a win-win situation in Absolutely. that scenario. Now it's not, again, it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but it definitely is something that if you talk with a seasoned real estate agent, you should be able to figure these plans out and these businesses out um, where everybody can win. That doesn't have to be a win-lose. Right. No, the goal I think really is, I mean, at least for us, you know, always create a win-win. You want both sides to walk away happy. So, okay. Well, thank you for joining us today and giving us some explanation on this forbearance and foreclosure and honestly some options that I think a lot of people don't realize are out there for them. Yeah. Well, they're out there. Just get in touch with us if you need to, okay? Absolutely. And until our next broadcast. Thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty Podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team. If you are thinking about buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, please reach out to us. We are local here in Tucson, Arizona, but we are also connected to over 4,000 agents across the US. So again, looking to buy, sell, or invest in your hometown, reach out to us and let us connect you.